Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. so easy in life for our eyes to get fixed on the wrong things. Our problems, our circumstances, our frustrations, our needs, anything but Jesus, really. When this happens, we get caught up in the flesh and what the flesh wants, rather than being caught up in the Holy Spirit and what the Spirit wants. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus has warned regularly against focusing on ourselves, on the praise of men, on the needs of the flesh, and to focus instead on Him and His kingdom. As he continues discussing the Pharisees, we see that this was one of his major concerns with how the Pharisees approach life. Matthew chapter 23 verses 5 through 12 continues. Everything they do is done for people to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father, for you have one father, and he is in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. You may remember back in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus had warned us there a few times about trying to look good in the eyes of man seeking the praise of man instead of the praise that comes from God. Here he points out that the Pharisees are pretty bad in this area, that everything they do is done for people to see, the exact opposite of what Jesus wants from us. He wants us living our lives in secret where only the Father can see the good deeds that we're doing and where the Father will reward us accordingly. Jesus specifically mentions phylacteries here. These are little boxes with verses from God's law in them. They're still used by some Orthodox Jews today. The scripture said that the people of God were to take the commands of God and bind them to their heads and bind them to their arms, which most believe was a symbolic way of saying, keep the commands of God close to you, close to your thoughts, close to your actions. But there were some Jews who took this literally. So they would write verses down, put them in these little boxes, and then literally tie them around their heads and around their arms as a religious exercise. Jesus notes that the Pharisees apparently were using these boxes to show off, along with long tassels on their garments to display how seriously they were following the Lord. But really, Jesus says, they just love the attention. They are looking for the admiration of others. They are looking for the seats of honor, the respect and the titles that went with their religious leadership roles. But Jesus says we shouldn't care about position. We shouldn't care about title as Christ followers. Now, he likely doesn't mean here that we literally shouldn't call even our dads father or that we shouldn't acknowledge a teacher in our lives. God has ordained these roles and these gifts in order to help lead us and to guide us. But he seems to be reminding us of the truth here that God is over all of that and no earthly person should be our priority. Not that God doesn't use teachers and rabbis and parents, of course, but that he is the one doing the teaching through them. He is the one doing the leading 
leading through them. And he is the one getting the honor and the glory. So we should not be seeking title. We should not be seeking self-honor or self-glory as Christ followers. All honor belongs to the Lord alone. And selfishly seeking it for ourselves, as the Pharisees were doing, is not what a follower of Jesus does. For your reflection today, take some time just to ponder. What is a way to honor our leaders properly, as the Bible tells us to, without going too far, as Jesus suggests can happen? If you yourself are a leader, what is a way to walk in that role without falling into the Pharisees' error? How do we embrace leaders and teachers in our lives, encouraging them and submitting to them without disregarding Jesus' teaching here? These are not easy matters, but pray and ponder these things today and see what the Lord brings to mind for you. Thank you.